It's never been easy for warfighters to reacclimate into civilian life when they come home. But today, when they represent such a tiny portion of our population, 1% serve in the military, but only 1 in 100,000 experience combat. Veterans' challenges are greatly compounded by living in a stigmatizing society largely ignorant of the psychological burdens they bring home. The clip you're about to hear is Morning Joe's Willie Geist describing a truly, truly remarkable film and one of my all-time favorites now, Bastards Road. Have a listen. As we look ahead to Memorial Day, we want to highlight an incredible journey of courage and hope. This is Jonathan Hancock, a combat veteran. In 2004, he fought in the Battle of Ramadi with the 2nd Battalion, 4th Marines, known as the Magnificent Bastards. They suffered one of the highest casualty rates in the Iraq War. One in four were wounded or killed. Like so many veterans, Hancock struggled when he returned home from the war, suffering from PTSD. To confront that trauma, he walked nearly 6,000 miles across the country from his home in Maryland to Camp Pendleton in San Diego. He stopped along the way to visit Gold Star families and documented his journey in a new film called Bastard's Road. Bastard's Road is an award-winning documentary directed by Brian Morrison and written by my good friend Mark Stafford. Aaron Kenway is executive producer. Watch it now on demand, available on iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, and Fandango Now. Now on to today's episode. Your vocation is the place where your great joy meets the world's great need. This episode especially dedicated to Eric Greitens for writing a truly remarkable and inspiring book, Resilience. And this is the Resilience Podcast 291. I'm Cecil Ledesma recording live from Austin, Texas. It is so beautiful here. It's Friday, April 1st. Maybe you'll have a revelation, an aha moment, but you have to make yourself ready to listen. The calling you hear is often the echo of your own efforts. Eric tells the story of how he's been doing work with returning veterans for about seven years, two weeks before he flew home from Iraq. If you had told him that he'd be doing this seven years after he got home, he never would have believed you. If I had an aha moment, it came when I went to Bethesda Naval Hospital to visit with some recently returning wounded Marines. He said, when I saw veterans lying in hospital beds, I saw them differently. I didn't see people who merely wanted charity, but people who needed a challenge. I saw people whose most serious injury over the long term was not going to be the loss of a limb or of eyesight, but the loss of their team and mission. To the extent that I had any insight, it came because practice and experience prepared me to see my fellow veterans differently than a lot of other people saw them. 
A few days after his visit to Bethesda, he donated his combat pay to start The Mission Continues. The Mission Continues empowers wounded veterans to serve again here at home and bring communities together to honor the fallen through service. He shares this story not because he thinks it's unique or special, but because it's common. This is how people everywhere have found their vocations. A real accounting for vocation starts not just with the aha moment, but with all of the work that makes such moments possible. You want to know what your purpose is. I can't tell you. I can tell you that whatever it is, you'll have to work for it. Your purpose will not be found it will be forged. What people experience as revelation is often a result of their resolve. You will never find your purpose. You will never find your purpose for the simple reason that your purpose is not lost. If you want to live a purposeful life, you will have to create your purpose. How do you create your purpose? You take action. You try things, you fail, you pursue excellence in your endeavors, and you endure pain. The pursuit of excellence forces you beyond what you already know. And in this way, you you come to become even better in understanding the world. You don't do this once, not twice, not three times, but 3,000 times. You make it a habit. Through action, you learn what you're capable of doing and you sense what you're capable of becoming. Eric tells us that our purpose is not found, it's forged. Forged. The verb forge means make or shape a metal object by heating it in a fire or furnace and beating or hammering it. Can you see it in your mind? Think of a blacksmith's workshop. Intense heat, lots of hammering. That's how we create our purpose. A ton of hard work, pursuing excellence, experimentation, pushing ourselves, failures. Not once or twice or three times. 3,000 times. As James Allen tells us in As a Man Thinketh, Only by much searching and mining are gold and diamonds obtained. And man can find every truth connected with his being if he will dig deep into the mine of his soul. Do the work. Turn off your TV and your smartphone. Unplug your internet connection. And think. Who are you? What gives you great joy? What are you good at? Where do those intersect? And act. Your vocation is the place where your great joy meets the world's great need. What can you do now to start serving more and learning more about who you are and how you'll best give your gifts to the world? Let's get to work. That's it. 
for the Resilience Podcast. See you real soon. Hey, I'll see you next time, and thank you so much for tuning in. That about wraps it up. But before you jump off, two quick things, actually uh, three. One, I've always wanted to author the conversation on resilience and mental health because as a very proud Navy father, these topics affect me personally. And as you go about your day, be sensitive and be kind always for everyone you meet is fighting a battle you probably know nothing about. Your life is a gift and it's precious to me. And thank you so much for being a part of this community. And I'm not quite sure how you landed on this podcast. It doesn't matter to me. The fact that we're all in this together and that we can have a conversation is amazing. I feel very honored to be in your ears right now and that you spend a portion of your morning, noon, or night with me. And whether this is the first podcast you've listened to or you've been a loyal listener, I just want to say thank you. And last, please, I would be honored if you checked out my website at CecilLedesma.com. You can connect with me on LinkedIn. You can follow me on Twitter at Cecil Ledesma. Peace.